Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi, and welcome to Everything Iconic. I'm Danny Pellegrino. Today on the show, I have two very special guests. I have Leah McSweeney, who's the newest Real Housewife of New York City. She was so honest, open, and forthcoming in my chat with her. And I've loved watching her on Roni. I think she's been such a great addition. And immediately following that interview, I have a chat with Raquel Levis from Vanderpump Rules. I did post the entirety of the Raquel interview on the new YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Danny Pellegrino and the number one. So you can watch it there, but I also wanted to include it on the podcast feed in case you didn't get to watch it or in case you just want to listen to it. So it will play immediately following the Leah interview. I've been doing all of these chats via Zoom, and I always feel like I'm shouting in the Zooms. I don't know if you guys feel like that, but I feel like I'm definitely shouting. Uh, and the Zoom I did with Leah, I uh, it sounded great, but unfortunately the video was buffering quite a bit, so I couldn't put the entirety of the video on the YouTube channel. But you can hear it all here. I do want to thank you all for your patience and understanding. I know I took the week off from doing the recaps. I hope to be back with the recaps next week or the week after. But in the meantime, I hope you're enjoying these interviews, and I thank you all for your patience, your understanding. I've been uh, quite a bit fatigued the past couple of weeks, so I've been trying to do the interviews instead of the recaps. Uh, So thank you for your understanding and your patience. One last thing, I'm going to play my chat with Leah, but I want to say that we do get into a couple heavier topics. We do touch on the Me Too movement, so I just wanted to give you the heads up before you head on into this interview. I love you all so much for listening. Please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino, Twitter and Instagram. I want to say that we have uh, lots of new merch available. We have bed wine wine glasses and Queen Icon Legend shirts and pop sockets and all of that stuff. Fancy AF cocktail books, which you can get at everythingiconic.store. All these links will be in the bio. I hope to turn the cameo back on as soon as I'm feeling 100%. And with all of that said... Uh, please enjoy my chat with Leah McSweeney and thank you all to the frontline workers. Please everyone stay safe and healthy. I love you all. Uh, and I will leave you with these two chats. Bye-bye. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Leah, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> right. Are you in New York? I am. I'm in the city. And uh, how how is everything in the city right now? Is it still, I mean, I'm in LA, but is it still pretty bleak? Yeah, yeah. I you know, I mean I live like in a I live down by Wall Street, so it's very um it's not that residential, you know. So and I think a lot of people that live down here have like second homes that they went to or whatever. It's empty. Like it's right. there's nobody out. Yeah. It's so weird. And are you keeping in touch with the other women from the show? Like, are you talking to them at all right now? Yeah, I talked to Dorinda a couple days ago. I talked to Luann a couple days ago. We have group texts. I haven't been at, in the beginning of the quarantine. I feel like I was keeping in touch with them more. I have been like, it's not even like, it's not a personal thing. There's friends that I'm not even talking right. to right now. I feel like I don't even want to talk to you till I can see you. Right, right. Yeah, it's like a, I totally agree. I mean, I feel like I'm kind of hermiting in my 
in my apartment. And it's like, yeah. I don't even want to, it's hard enough for me to even do these interviews. Sometimes I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my I'm just- God. No, same. <laughs> Yesterday I canceled like a whole thing. Cause I was like, you know what? I can't go and talk about Roni right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm trying to not have a panic attack, <laughs> like, right. you know, but I, but I can talk about it today. Today oh, I woke up good. and I felt a little, I felt better. <laughs> and, um, I spoke to my healer yesterday <laughs> and I, felt better. Like we just talked about astrology and I'm, you know, my different signs and how I do have to feel like I have, like, I have to feel grounded like all the time. Like I have to remind myself that, you know, or I have to have like a schedule, even if I don't stick to it, I started like writing out a schedule and it's helping me. And also I just like try to remember that everyone's feeling the same way pretty much. Yeah. It's, even very, though- it's such a mind fuck. Like I'm having so much trouble and I, I've been having like some, I've been very sleepy and fatigued lately. And it's like, I don't know what, what is Me what. Too. Yeah. Same. I've been so fatigued and, um, I'm just, I, you know, I have my kid with me. So obviously I have to try to stay somewhat grounded for her too. You know, she doesn't right. get to, see her friends. She doesn't get to, you know, this was seventh grade for her. It was like, you know, big deal. I mean, I was just, and yesterday I was talking to Kiki's dad and I wasn't look this whole time. There has not been one moment, maybe right in the beginning where I was like, fuck, this is fucking up all my plans. You know, like I'm not even thinking like that. Like, I'm just like, this is a day to day thing. I'm lucky that like, I'm in a situation that I'm in. I have a roof over my head. I have food on the table. I'm good. Um, but I was thinking yesterday, like, wow, this is so, different than what I would have been experiencing. Like, what would I be doing yesterday? You know, I started like talking about that at dinner with, with Rob and Kiki. I'm like, what would we be doing? It's Tuesday night, you know? And then I was thinking like, wow, like the show came out during the pandemic. Obviously the plans were much different. Um, but you know, I think, I think the show actually weirdly came out at the perfect time for at least the audience members. Like it's truly like one of the only things that brings me joy right now. It's like, you guys are so much fun to watch. And I think Roni more than any of the other franchises, it's it's the funniest. And so I think there's just so much humor to be found. And that's, I think what we need so much right now. We're definitely the wildest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, How does, uh, how does your mom feel after she saw the episode of Ramona's house airing? Um, she was kind of pissed for a few days. Um, but you know, we started talking. The thing is this, it's like, it's funny because I guess my, like one of my uncles, like, uh, like my aunt's husband's family who lives in Kentucky contacted my aunt saying, Oh, I hope Leah and her mom are talking again because it's life is too short. And my aunt actually called my mom. and was like, wait, are you and Leah not talking? And my mom was like, are you freaking kidding me? Me and her have had like a hundred fights since that was filmed. We've been talking, <laughs> not talking since then, you know? Oh so God. people are very invested in it. But yeah, my mom was not thrilled, obviously. Um, I also didn't tell her fully what had happened. I wasn't like, mom, I got wasted. <laughs> I got blackout drunk, got naked, destroyed Ramona's backyard. Wait, did you even remember everything that you did? Like, were you watching yeah. it? Okay. No, like, I wasn't like, I wasn't like. Yeah, yeah, blacked out. Blackout. Like some things with Sonia, like that moment, like I don't remember putting a sunflower in my mouth and like running, <laughs> jumping on the couch. I don't know if you re- realized that I was doing that in the background. Um, there was a lot going on on that episode. It was like hard to catch everything. There was a lot going on. Um, but I did. I remembered, of course, throwing the TV torches and jumping at the pool naked and all that. But 
I obviously didn't tell my mother that that happened. Why would I want to hear what she has to say about that? I just told her that I drank. That's it. The thing is this. Oh my God. The the thing is this. I had been drinking for six months already. It's not like that was my first time drinking in nine years. I wanted to, I didn't know if the audience understood that or not. Um, but I had taken another little, I wasn't like, I'm never drinking again. I was like, Oh, let me like reel it in because it's been nine years. I got, you know, it's just hard kind of differentiate. I mean, plus like when I have one, I do like to have a whole, yeah. you know, like 10 more after that and go crazy. What I liked about it was you really seemed to bring out Tinsley's wild side, which we rarely get to see. And so that was like sort of refreshing to me at least. I know, but I only know her through me. Right. So I only know that side of her, not like, I know yeah, yeah. of her, but you know what I mean? So it was like weird that people were like, Oh my God, this is like a whole other side of you. No, I want to, I want to back up a bit. Uh, Bethany was the one who recommended you to producers, right? But you had never met her in in person, Mm -hmm. correct? Correct. So there were all these uh, people were saying in interviews, I think Ramona and Luann had said that Bethany was in touch with production throughout the season. Did you notice any of that? Or was that just something you... I mean, I, no, I don't, I don't think she was in touch with production. I feel like, I mean, from what I know, she was making phone calls to some of the producers and to some of the women mm. I heard, but I don't know for sure. Right. Not like I saw the phone call come in or anything, you know, right. so. you weren't on the call. <laughs> I wasn't on the call. No. <laughs> did, did you <laughs> watch me? <laughs> <laughs> did you watch the show at all before joining or were you familiar with the other women? I had watched, I know that's people think like she was lying because she, she does, she knew what Giovanni was. And it's like, I really didn't know what the fuck Giovanni was. Like, I'm telling you, I had watched it prior, but not in a few years. Right. Right. You watched the early seasons. I watched the earlier seasons. Yeah. Who the hell hasn't watched the show? You know what I mean? But I, I mean, now I know I was, I was missing out on amazing TV because I, I, recently, really were. I recently just watched, um, because a friend of mine a few months ago was here from LA and she stayed with me and she's never watched any of the housewives shows ever. And I'm like, all right, well let's watch some of the New York ones. So you know who the people are when I'm like complaining or talking about them. And I put on the season where, and I'm like, Oh, I've never watched this season. And it was the season where they went to Cartagena. Uh, isn't it wild? <laughs> it's amazing. They're it's so, so good. It's so crazy. And they're on that boat. And That's they're like, the, I- on the floor I'm that like, deserved an Emmy like there's no reason that whole season that whole episode did not get an Emmy like that was crazy that whole boat ride from hell oh my God. it was shocking yeah. I really yeah. believe Roni's the best show on TV like I truly I'm not even saying that like as a joke or something like I think it's the greatest show it's edited perfectly I agree with you 100% yeah yeah um are you noticing the fans have really taken to you I think like usually a new housewife comes in and fans can be skeptical but people are loving you so much it seems like you fit so perfectly in with the show but also offer a unique kind of flavor are you feeling that yeah I mean I feel like you know I feel like I'm trying to not be too attached to what people say about me, whether it's good or bad, you know, because if I get too attached to the good, then like the second it goes bad, right. I'm going to be very attached to that too. And it will go bad at some point. Right. I'm not stupid. Right. You know? right, right. <laughs> uh, you were on Millionaire Matchmaker before this. So you had a, like a little taste of Bravo. What was your experience with uh, Patty, my arch nemesis? Wait, your old what? She's my arch. I joke that she's my arch nemesis. <laughs> Why? I just don't. 
no, she's not really like, I just didn't like, she said a lot of things on that show about like curly haired women and like redheads and gay people that were just like, ugh. <laughs> yes. Well, it was right. It was pre, I mean, look, even after my episode with her, Jezebel, you know, which is a very feminist website, did an article that was like, Patty's telling Leah to leave her penis at home. Like, you know, Patty's, you know, Pat, but she's speaking in a very, obviously she's speaking in a very non-PC way and right. she's speaking in very general terms. You know what I mean? And there's some truth to what she's saying because there's some truth to like, okay, if I am engaging in my masculine, I'll put that in air quotes, energy, right? Which I have a lot of, thank God. Um, then I am, I am gonna, I am gonna attract a more, beta male, which I've been doing my whole life, you know? And honestly, when I'm with alpha males, I feel like I'm being abused (laughs) in some ways, like, because it's too much. Like, I'm like, like, this is like, I can't handle that, you know? Um, so I think there's truth to what she's saying, but of course, I mean, she also said I look a lot, she was like, she looks a lot older than she is. She looks like she's been through the ringer. I'm like, well, I kind of have been through the ringer, but fuck you. (laughs) Um, she can always just say such awful things. I know. I, I also watched every episode, though. I think that's what people like about her, though, because she's not trying to, she's yeah. just not trying to please anybody. She's just, she's totally unfiltered, and you got to give her credit for that. You know what I mean? I I think she's a, I mean, is she married? Is she even married or anything? No. I don't think so. I mean, she, I don't know. I haven't heard from her. She days. has a lot of masculine energy. I mean, she does, you know? Like, she's a total fucking power bitch. I mean, she was like, had the show. She was producing her own shows. I mean, she was there in the beginning of Bravo's, you know, really exploding. So um, I got nothing but love for her. Uh, nothing but love you and Dorinda, you had a rough start, but it seems like you guys are friendly now. Uh, what do you like about Dorinda now? Or what did you, what made you kind of shift? I like Dorinda because I feel like she's the only other housewife on the show that lives on the same planet as I do. Mm, What do you explain? (laughs) I mean, I I think we can deduce, but. I think you guys can figure that out. Do you know what I mean? I want to get too like. We're just, we live on planet earth and I'm not sure if anyone else does. I don't think I, you know, I sometimes think they do. And then something happens. And I'm like, Nope, they don't. Right, right. They don't. That's so, so funny you say that. Both, yeah. We're both on planet earth, me and her. That's the only way I can describe it. And you and Sonia seem to click most when you're drunk on this week's episode, when you guys are at the cornfield, it's like something seems to happen where you guys really seem to click. I just understand drunk Sonia language. Do you know what I mean? Like it's when we've had our most like understanding of each other is like when she's drunk, you know, or I'm drunk or whatever. Um, but, but like you'll, that's not a hundred percent true, but up until now it is, but you know, you'll see, I mean, there's, there's other times like Berkshires and stuff that comes up that it's like me and her also we get to bond non-drunk too, but it took a minute. It took some time for us to like understand each other. I mean, she like called me a socialist, you know, (laughs) she's like, you know, she doesn't fully understand me. I think she had this one like, like view of me and now she understands there's like more to me than what Uh, she initially saw. Once you and Sonia kind of started to bond, did you look at the fashion show thing differently? Like once you got to know her, did you think she was trying to be a kind of shady with the. Yeah, she's, she was being shady. I'm yeah, sorry. Being shady. I don't, 
I don't care what anybody says. It's not like, you know, they're like, oh, she's just like, they act like she's stupid or something. She's not stupid. She's very smart. You know, she knows she knew exactly what she was doing. She was doing it from day one, like throwing me little shade here and there. Um, it's very hard for me to believe that she, and this has got cut out of the show, but there, she kept, she was like, but you love athleisure. And I'm like, okay, I love athleisure. I also wear dresses. It's not like I'm constantly wearing like sweatpants sneakers, you know? So I loved your dress. The little Kim dress was amazing. This is the best, right? Where was that from? Can you, do you know? Yeah, no, it's this designer, um, the art. The RX, oh God, I hope I'm saying it right. It's not, she's on Instagram. It's the RXCH, something like that. I think. Okay, we'll um, find it. Actually, just, I, I'm going to, I'm going to look just so I'm saying it right. But, you know, I like finding it. Look, at, it's very easy to dress head to toe in like Gucci, Balenciaga. Like, it's very easy to do all that. I like finding special pieces that not everybody is going to get or have or wear or recognizes, you know, like the mesh bucket hat. Um, <laughs> that was wild, then, Leah. That was wild. The little Kim dress. I'm doing, I'm making hats with that girl. Did you feel a lot of pressure coming onto the show to do all of the, the clothing stuff? I, I mean, I, I know. Yeah. I mean, no. Like, I know some, you know, I... Of course, it's like you don't want to rewear outfits, and obvious, and obviously, it's like I'm going out more, and we're being filmed, so I'm not gonna like roll up, you know. I don't know. I'm, you know, I think I was gonna say I'm not gonna roll up in Birkenstocks, but like maybe I will actually. I'm <laughs> probably going to next season. Um, but I didn't feel like crazy pressure to like live beyond my means to like try to pretend I'm someone I'm not. You know what I mean? Because I'm just never going to do that. Um, and speaking and of, this this week on the episode, Luann kind of shaded your apartment. What did you think of that? That's insane. Again, <laughs> me and Dorinda live on planet Earth and other people don't. Someone else would see a two-bedroom like apartment in a high-rise and go, oh my God, like she's she made it. She's doing great. Luann thinks, ugh. Darling, I can't eat on that little coffee table. Like, uh, like Luann, like, where were you eating your bologna sandwiches when you were arrested? Like, let's be honest. Let's be real. Also, back in the day, Luann used to do tours of TJ Maxx. And I say that as a Maxinista. I don't know if you ever saw there was a special that was, like, before they were housewives that Luann did. I worked at TJ Maxx when I was, like, 15. I worked there. And I still love TJ Maxx. I do too. It's great. I love a TJ Maxx, a home goods, all of it. Uh, Leah, a lot of your uh, pre-Housewives comments have sort of recirculated um, in the news cycle. And I wondered, uh, do you have any response to some of Particularly, there was an article that you wrote for Penthouse that kind of recirculated um, and an interview you did that leaned a little, that leaned political. And I wondered if you had any response to them sort of recirculating or I don't, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not even sure if it's a recirculation. Like I, what I, my views on things and where I stand is out there and I stand by it all. I mean, of course, look, people change their minds, people, you know, things like that, but I don't have any, my mind has not changed my, the, the, the article I wrote for Penthouse and I'm not sure which one, cause I write a lot of articles. Right. Which one are you talking about? There was one, uh, the Penthouse one. I don't have it in my notes. Um, I had actually read the Daily Beast article that sort of uh, collected a lot of the things that uh, you had written about. So I don't know what was... It's like, you know, it's it's 
fucked up because they were trying to create a story out of nothing. If you actually looked, and of course, if you just look at the headline, you're going to look at the headline and be like, she's terrible. I hate her. Right. Like, and it's like, wait, no, like do your research. Like look at what that, that article was in penthouse, which was talking about how Asia Argento and Rose McGowan hijacked the me too movement from a black woman who I had on my podcast trying to give her a platform. They, they hijacked it from her and turned it into like them. And then it turned out like a few weeks later, Asia Argento, it turned out that she was a fraud. So it's like, I completely stand behind everything I said. If anything, I called bullshit on her and I was right. It's, it's interesting because I think with housewives, we're so rarely, housewives are so rarely upfront about any sort of political leanings. Like we've seen on the show, people even in reunions on Roni's say they're not going to disclose who they voted for and things like that. So I think it's always a, sort of a story. I think because of, well, I didn't vote in 2016. That was my protest against both candidates. That's my right to not vote. It's not about privilege for me. It was literally my protest because I think that I should, if I'm going to vote, feel good about who I'm pulling that lever for. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, and that's, that's just how I feel. I don't, I don't, I don't consider myself conservative. I don't consider myself liberal. Like I just am who I am. Like, you know, figure it out. People are like, Oh wait, but you're like, you do that. And that doesn't make sense. That makes you this. And that puts you, you should be over here. And it's like, no, like, I'm just going to feel the way I feel. And that's it. Like, uh, if anything, I just consider myself a free thinker. And uh, I, I think it was on Watch What Happens Live, Andy was commending you for not joining Twitter, which I think is also refreshing, too. Um, I yeah. wanted to hear your thoughts on Twitter and, and, and why you decided not to. So I had Twitter. I probably got off of it like a year and a half ago because it was driving me crazy. Right. And it's a lot. It's like, <laughs> it's a lot. It's just how many things can you have? It's like what now I have to keep up with. You know, I, you know, Instagram, Twitter. I mean, it's just like too much. Yeah, it's overwhelming. And now with the TikTok thing, it's a lot. And um, right now I'm on TikTok too, which it's much more fun than Twitter. Right, right. Uh, I want to uh, switch gears a little bit. Elise on the show, she's being integrated more into the group. I wondered what was your experience with Elise? Are we going to see more of her or, or less of her? Or what was your experience I mean, with her? You know, I, I really like Elise. Like in real life, we're friends. Like, you know, I've met her through the show. Uh, through Ramona, I should say, <laughs> rather. Um, you know, at first I was like, who is this? You know, like, who is she? She's super cool. Like, she's super cool. Unfortunately, you know, I don't know how much she's going to be in the show. <sighs> More will be revealed. More of, I'm excited. Uh, what else do we have to look forward to? Like, what's to come this season? Uh, what, what can we have to look forward to? Um, I think that again, you know, I just, you'll be entertained. There's drama. Some of it's not cute. Some of it's cute. <laughs> some of it's not cute. <laughs> I feel like I smile ear to ear every week for an hour when you guys are airing. Like it's truly like my favorite hour of the week. I just, I thank you. Yay, that's amazing. Um, okay. I just have a couple quick questions left. Uh, are you dating anyone right now? No. What did I join? I joined Bumble the other day. How's it going? Are you bumbling now or are you waiting? I'm no, I'm bumbling, but like I hate having to make the first move. 
Because yeah. I'm trying to not be masculine energy like Patty said. You know? <laughs> so, but you have to make the first move. And my daughter was disgusted with me because I had it from 24 to 32, the age <laughs> bracket. And she was like, mom, you're a sicko. And I'm like, no, I'm not actually. Like men do this all the time. It's totally normal. I was 20 and her dad was 32 when I met him. Why the hell can't I do that? Like, I don't want some old washed up dude like sorry i want some young hot guy i'm over it i want like arm candy and i applaud that that. yeah that's a great age group especially yeah i get it um if you were choosing for like let's say you're choosing for people magazine who would you choose as the sexiest man alive like is there someone like an actor or something that you think is just really hot joe rogan really Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what he looks like. I mean, I know he's got the podcast, but I can't even think of what he looks like. Yeah, he's hot. It's more just about, I just like his brain. Right, right. Um, okay. Uh, oh, talk to me about Married to Mob, Married to the Mob, your clothing line. How did the name come about? Where can people find it? All of that people stuff. People can find it um, on mttmnyc.com. I started it back in 2004. Um, it's... You know, I don't know what else to say about it. Um, I'm so bad at selling myself. <laughs> Brenda would always say that on the show. She's like, push your brand more, push it more. And I'm like, I'm not here to do that, but I will. Let me, well, I'm going to plug it right now. I Oh, and this was a lot of people were like, she said that she was the first streetwear woman. Eh, that's not true. Like some people were like going crazy about that. And there's just, there's, you know, there's, there's different genres of brands, right? So out of urban wear and out of surf brands, both more obviously LA was more surf brands and New York had all the urban brands like Fat Farm and Baby Fat and, and like Sean John and everything. Out of urban, there was born streetwear. Okay. That's what I meant. And that's obviously I'm not the first person to have or first woman to have a clothing line. I mean, that'd be insane to say. Right. But anyway, um, I started in, started it in 2004. Like I said, I just meant the term streetwear didn't exist at the time. It didn't. It didn't. Streetwear didn't. That term didn't come about until like 2005 or something like that. Yeah. Um, sorry. <laughs> I'm obviously going on and on. Um, anyway, just wait. Gonna, I'm going to, I'm going to interrupt you. Did you know Heather at all? Or I mean, talking about clothing wear, I know it's a different kind of brand, but did you I know Heather or any of the other she, women? She worked at Sean John, I think. Right. Or something. Um, yeah. I met her because she, I met her this season because she came to the Berkshires. Oh my, not, is she, she just came for dinner. Oh, so it's not going to, is it going to be on the show? I don't know. <gasps> I oh, know. I missed. I, I missed. So. I just said too much. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But I did get to meet her at that at this year. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, Leah, anything else you want to clear up? I know you you mentioned that people were coming after you about the streetwear thing. Like, is there anything else you want to clear up before I let you go? No, I mean, I would say like, don't you know? Just do your research. Do your due diligence. Don't read. Don't believe every headline you read. Um, and you know, I would say this: we're in a time where obviously everything is almost being broken down so we can rebuild, you know, I feel like we need my opinion. This is just my opinion. Yeah. We need to stop looking at everything through a political lens because it's a very narrow, narrow way to look at things. And we're going to miss out on a whole lot more of what people have to offer. And that's really just where I stand in general with everything. 
Well, I appreciate you, Leah, being so open. And again, I've just so loved watching you on the show. I, I think we, as a super fan of the show, I, I can say that I was very surprised at how wonderful you were with the group. And it's been a joy to watch. So thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. One last thing. What's your favorite Mariah Carey song? I ask everyone. <laughs> um, it's got to be like, doo-doo-doo. Always be my baby. It's always be my baby. Yes, yes, definitely that one. Leah, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, Stay safe, and hopefully, we'll talk soon. Bye. Absolutely. Bye. Oh, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, we use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y.com slash everything iconic. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. uh, So that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. Raquel, welcome to Everything Iconic. Thank you so much for chatting. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy. Uh, I'm so happy that you're more of a presence on the show this season. It's been so thrilling to kind of get to know more about you. Um, it, has it been a fun season for you? How are you feeling about it? It has been a fun season. It's been even more fun watching it back, actually. I feel like, I don't know, I'm, I'm staying true to who I am, and I feel like it's finally being recognized. I'm just a sweet girl, and I'm a little quirky and goofy, and I don't know. 
It's well, just I, who I am and it's kind of fun. So I think that's what's so refreshing is we can tell that you're uniquely you on the show, which always I think makes like the best reality stars. Um, and so it's just been thrilling. How are you and James doing? We're doing really well. Yeah, he's um, he's in his office nonstop making music. He actually just, he's releasing an EP of seven songs and his new EP is called Jungle of Light. And I, I designed his studio room with like these lights and these trees. So it's really cool to see him pursuing his music and really focusing on that. But he will spend hours in there. And I'm like, I'm going stir crazy because I either have my bedroom or the living room or occasionally his studio room. But I'm like going insane. Well, you know, it's so uh, interesting. Just this past week on the show, I feel like I was watching you talk about James and even now I can see your face and you gl- you're you glowing when you talk about him, which I think is a really special, wonderful thing. Yeah, he, he makes me really happy every day. Uh, was it hard to kind of go back early on in the season? You guys had some ups and downs. Was it hard to rewatch that stuff? It was hard to rewatch it, but I I knew I knew what was coming. So it was a little bit easier knowing the outcome because I know that James made the decision to stop drinking for me and knowing that it wasn't as hard to watch it back. But of course, like I don't like seeing that at all, but you know, and the outcome he did change for me and for himself. Uh, What was it like this season with all the new people in the cast? How are you adjusting to all of that? It was fun. It was so much fun. I love the new cast, especially because I actually work with them. So I've gotten to know them really well. Um, And I think they add something new. Like even Charlie, she's just so blunt and straight to the point. And even though like she's not the fan favorite, I think she adds something really unique. And Danica as well, she's just like, she says it as it is, and she's a no bullshit kind of girl, and I really like that about her. Um, and Brett's, I think he's fun personally. He's a, he's been a really good friend to me and James. Um, Max is always at Tom Tom, so I think he represents Tom Tom really well. And then uh, the OGs. I got to talk about some of the the cat, original cast members. I feel like Jax, we saw this past week, has been dealing with a lot of anger issues. And he said some like really nasty things about you and James. Where do you and Jax stand now? And can you even stand him? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm, I'm patient, so I, I can stand Jax. But I feel like he's really digging himself in a really deep hole right now. Um, Especially because James has gotten so much shit for everything that he's done. And I feel like now Jax is kind of getting that same repertoire because he's, he's just losing it a little bit. He's losing it. And it seems like he's so hung up on Ariana and Tom for some reason. He's, he's really, uh, he's made fun of Ariana's, he's made fun of her uh, mental health, her sexuality, her relationship with Tom. And it seems like she hasn't said or responded to any of it. Uh, what do you, what's your take on all of that? Why is he so obsessed um, with them? That's definitely going to be addressed at the reunion. We did talk a little bit about that, but personally, I think it's completely inappropriate for him to be judgmental on Ariana's sexual 
orientation. It's none of his business and it doesn't change who she is as a person. Like she's a very loving, fun person. Right. Even, like even when people describe her as a wet blanket, like I've never experienced that from Ariana at all. Right. You know, I think Ariana has a very dry sense of humor and sometimes that doesn't always translate onto TV. But yeah, I, it's just been really frustrating to see Jax consistently go after her specifically um, when she hasn't really responded or, or said anything to really elicit that kind of response from him. Um, what about the other, who are you closest with in the cast right now? Um, I'm closest with Ariana, with Sheena, with Danica. I would say those are my three mains right now. And what are you making of these guys, Brett and Max, and how they're treating Sheena? Oh, man. <laughs> like, Sheena kind of, like, put herself in this whole love triangle. Um, and I'm just happy that she has her boyfriend, Brock, now, who I absolutely love. And I hope when we start filming again that he'll be a part of filming. Um, but... I mean, all that stuff, all of that drama kind of like goes over my head because it's it's like one week she's on to Max and the next week she's on to Brett and who, you know, it's it's messy, but I love Sheena. Uh, you, guys, you mentioned next season. Have you guys heard anything or is there any talk about like what possibly you could do? I uh, There's so much talk like when are we going to start filming again? Because normally right after we film the reunion, we start thinking about the few weeks that we have before filming starts up again. And right now I'm like, I want to film so bad because I've been getting such positive reactions on social media and it's been really fun that I'm dying to film. And of course I can't. So we always want what we can't have, but um, I'm dying to film. We haven't heard anything. Obviously, we, we can't start up production until quarantine is lifted, but I'm sure as soon as we get the okay, yeah. we'll go straight into yeah. it. Uh, what about you and Lala? You guys have had sort of an up and down. How are you guys now? We have had our ups and downs. Um, we're good now. We are good. She's apologized to me in person, um, I mean, not in person, but over the phone, personally, in private. And she's also publicly apologized to me in her podcast, um, which was the first podcast I've ever done. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm, I'm very patient with Lala, and I know she's been through a lot. Um, it doesn't excuse her actions at all, but I'm willing to forgive her. And I think when we do start filming again, she would be a really good friend to have. And she's a fun person. Right. You know, I, I reached out to some people on, uh, I have a Patreon page and I asked people to submit some questions. Um, a lot of people wanted to know about your pageant background because we only sort of heard about it. Can you tell us a little bit more? You know, I was actually hoping, um, we'll see how it goes, but I, I was thinking about competing in an, another pageant. <sighs> filming so you guys can see what the whole pageant life is like because it's so much fun and there's so much that goes into it um but yeah pageants is a whole nother world and i've i've created a lot of good friends through pageants and um it's competitive it is really competitive i would love to see you competing on Vanderpump rules oh my god it'd be a dream it'd be a dream 
Uh, have you competed your whole life? Like, was it since you were a little kid? No, I didn't do toddlers or NTRs or anything like that. I started when I was 16. Um, and I was just learning about hair and makeup. And I'm, I've always been very girly. So that was my gateway into pageants. And um, it was more of a self-development kind of thing because I would always get nervous talking in front of a group of people. So that was a way to push myself out of my comfort zone. And I loved being dressed up in gowns and doing my hair and makeup. So it was just all-encompassing of what I wanted. But now I feel like I've really grown into my own and I know who I am as a person. So I feel like it'd be a great time to compete in another pageant and hopefully go all the way to Miss California or Miss USA. Uh, I need it to happen. Uh, what else? I want to know a little bit more about your childhood. Where are you from? Do you have any siblings? I'm from Thousand Oaks, California. It's a suburb, a suburb, a little bit north of LA. Um, I have a little sister. We are both adopted. So she grew up as a complete tomboy, um, polar opposites, and we're six years difference in age. Um, but now she, uh, I don't know, it's a touchy thing, but she now identifies as a boy, okay. and her, his, his name is Sam, and he's doing his thing right now. Would we ever see Sam on the show? Probably not. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's not into that stuff. <laughs> when you were younger, did you know kind of like what you wanted to do when you were older? Have I mean, you mentioned you always loved girly stuff. Yeah. Well, my parents were very persistent on me choosing a career path. And actually, pageants kind of make you choose a career path very early on because they want to see that you're involved in thinking about your future. So... I knew because I loved dance in high school that I wanted to work as possibly a physical therapist for dancers. And then when I went to college and studied kinesiology, which is the study of the body and movement, I realized how much I love kids. And pediatrics is actually a better route for that. Pediatrics and occupational therapy is a better route to work with kids with special needs and developmental delay. So that's what I went into, and I love it, and um, I hope to continue to pursue that in the near future. I do have to still complete my GRE, which my mom is on my ass about, and she's like, now that you're in quarantine, there's no excuse. You should be working on studying for your GRE, so I do need to do that, but that is what my career path is taking me in, this like a little snippet in my life dedicated to Vanderpump roles and working on myself and my, I don't know, my identity, but yeah. I also want to work with kids. You're young too. How old are you? You're young. I'm 25. Oh my gosh. You're a baby. Um, what, uh, what kind of things do you watch on TV? Like what are, do you binge watch a lot of TV or do you not watch much TV? What's the deal? I didn't watch much TV until I met James, <laughs> and he, I never watched the Kardashians, but he loves the Kardashians, especially because Kanye West makes his cameos on there occasionally. Um, so we love Kardashians. We, um, we're binge-watching Lost right now. Oh, it's a classic. 
it's a classic. Um, yeah, we love we love our shows. Uh, okay, I want to ask some more questions that people sent in. So I'm looking here. Um, let's see. Uh, what's your relationship with Lisa like? How are you guys? It's good. I'm definitely not as close with Lisa as James is. I feel like Lisa has this really soft spot for James, and he has he's kind of like that class clown that gets all the attention and gets yeah. sent to the principal's office often. So that I think that's why their relationship is is so strong because she does spend a lot of attention on him and I'm like the good quiet one in the class that doesn't cause too much commotion so I don't get as much attention from her but I feel like she she definitely knows who I am and she sees my impact on James and she's definitely acknowledged that during the reunion which is really nice. Well you mentioned that your impact on him and I have to say, it must have been so tolling on you um, during like those really rough patches. Um, and it really does seem like you kind of pulled him out of the darkness quite a bit. Um, how, how do you think you were able to do that or, or what kind of gave you the strength to do that? If, does that make sense? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't have all the answers. I think I'm just a really patient person more so than the average person and all. I'll tolerate things that I really shouldn't be tolerating. And like looking back on it too, I'm like, whoa, that whole situation isn't okay. And I, I won't tolerate it now. Um, but I'm just a patient person and I see the good in people and I focus on that and what I did, see their potential. What did your parents think of that whole situation, particularly like the text messages? Were they, um, how did they feel about it? Uh, obviously, my parents weren't too happy about that. I, I didn't tell them because I didn't want them to know for the longest time. And, uh, you know, I, I hoped that they would see the positive in the situation yeah. instead of focusing on that. And I, I feel like they have, but they're also, they know James. They've seen every part of James, um, the drunk James, the good James, bad James. So. Um, I don't think it was super surprising, but they they don't agree with that. Uh, we saw you at Kristen's James May event. How are you and Kristen? We're good. Um, I don't know her that well, and I feel like I I don't see myself putting in too much time to get to know her because she has a lot of resentment for James. Um, but she's always been kind to me and I was surprised when she invited me to come to her event and of course of course I want to come I want to come to everybody's events because it's super fun and I, I support her and her clothing line and I think it's awesome that she's working so hard in the in the wine business part of it and in her clothing line so she's very she's very on top of that we're seeing uh, a lot of the cast members' side hustles, you know, like Ariana and Tom's book, which we don't really see a lot on the show, but uh, the James May t-shirts and everything. Is there a sort of a side hustle that you're interested in or something that we might be able to see from you in the future? Oh, there is. And I don't want to talk too much about it because it is in the making right now. Um, but it, if it does happen, it will be something beauty, something beauty wise. And okay. I'll let you know as soon as things get more official. 
And we need it. We need it right now. Um, <laughs> what, what else is coming this season? There's just a few episodes left and then the reunion, right? Yep. A few episodes left. Um, gosh, I don't even... We watched the episodes right before the reunion. I can't remember all the details, but I remember it being really entertaining. Oh, you do see in the finale the Tom Tom one-year anniversary party, and James is DJing, and it's a great atmosphere. There's some drama that happens with um, the girl from Vegas, from the Vanderpump Garden Vegas. Oh, she comes back. Yes, you'll see a little bit of that. Now, is that real or is that like a setup for a spinoff? I feel like that's a setup for some sort of Vegas spinoff. Well, I don't know. Lisa was very adamant about having everybody from all of her establishments there for the photo shoot. So I don't think it was like too much plotted. I think that, um, I forgot her name. Minnie Sheena, Minnie Sheena, uh, you know, she's excited to be in front of the camera, so... Of course she yeah. is. Of course she is. And then the reunion you guys did. Is there anything you can tease about the virtual reunion? It's the very first one. Was it was it as stressful, less stressful going into it? How did you feel? It was less stressful than normal, I would say. But I think it's situational, too, because I think there's a lot less stress on James and I in general. Right. But it was so nice to be doing it from home and, like, just staying in my slippers, <laughs> watching uh, the screen. <laughs> how did you get a dress? Your dress last year was just iconic. I mean, that dress was amazing. When you walked out there, how did you even decide to come out with that? Was that like you just saw the dress and liked it, or what was going on there? Oh, gosh. I, I could not find a reunion dress for the life of me. Everything that I was sending in, they were like, mm, this just isn't special enough. And I'm like, I agree, I agree. It's not special enough. I ended up walking in LA Fashion Week for Walter Mendez, a LA-based designer, and one of the other models had that dress on, and I kept staring at her. She's gorgeous, and I'm like, I'm so sorry I keep staring at you. That dress is just stunning on you, and I couldn't stop thinking about it, so I asked Walter if I could borrow it for the reunion, and he said yes. I didn't even such have a time to get it dry cleaned. I didn't have time to get it dry cleaned. It smelled like bio. It smelled so bad. Poor Stassi was sitting next to me, and I'm like, oh, I sprayed the shit out of it with Febreze. <laughs> I'm just like, at least no one can see, no one can tell, like, what you smell like. Did anyone know that you were going to be walking out in that dress, or was it a total surprise? No one knew. So it was, like, top secret. I had it in my garment bag, and I walked in with, like, a normal like button down dress on. So everyone thought I was wearing that to the reunion. Um, but little did they know I came out in my tool poofy dress. It was so good. <laughs> and like the look, it was so fun. And then this year, do you already have the dress picked out before the quarantine or was it something you had to get after? I had this dress picked out before the quarantine. I knew I wanted to keep it more low key just because I can't, I can't top last year's reunion look. So why even try, you know? So it ended up being perfect because this dress that I picked out was really comfortable and I didn't mind wearing it all day long in my house and it was great. Well, that's amazing. Raquel, thank you so much for chatting. Anything else you want to say to the fans? I know I speak for them when I say we've all been loving you this season so much. Yeah, um, I'm actually just starting a new IG Live series called Raquel's Faves from Home. 
where I highlight my favorite professionals in the beauty industry and fitness, health, and wellness. Um, and I'm going to be recreating my reunion makeup look since I did do it from home. And I'll be announcing the date that I'll do that on my IG, but definitely keep an eye out for that. And you can do your reunion Raquel makeup from home and wash the reunion in my eye makeup. Oh, that's amazing. Is there one skincare product or beauty product that you like love the most that you would, you know, pass along to people? Yes. Everyday eyeshadow, I use Charlotte Tilbury's Pillow Talk eyeshadow palette. I love that one. You can't go wrong. We need a makeup line from you, Raquel. That's what the world needs now. Um, Where can people find you on social media? Find me at Raquel Levis, R-A-Q-U-E-L-L-E-V-I-S-S. Raquel, this was such a delight for me. Thank you so much. Tell James I said hello, and it's been so fun watching you. I can't wait for the rest of the season, and uh, thank you, and stay safe. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It was nice to talk to you. Thanks, Raquel. love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.